0: Hello and welcome to Under the Wig, brought to you by the Murdoch Student Law Society and the College of Law. I'm Alex DeRosso. We're very grateful to our sponsors at the College of Law. Law School is only the first step to admission. The next step is practical legal training. The College of Law provides the largest range of flexible practical legal training programs in Western Australia. Visit collaw.edu.au to learn more. That's L. A-w.edu.au.
1: And I'm Alex Manning, and welcome. This episode of Under the Wig, we are interviewing, ironically, the baldest man on the Murdoch
2: staff, Dr <laughs> Steve Shaw. I Thank you for wig. joining I us. Want a wig.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I took law,
2: really, and yeah. get away with them.
0: <laughs> Still searching for the wig. Yep. Um, in all seriousness, though, uh, Steve is someone who all returning students will know, and all new students, well, you guys are going to get to know him very, very quickly. Whether you like yeah. it or not. What do you do here exactly? Because you're sort of ubiquitously everywhere he does around the world. One
2: answer is I do anything they pay me to do. <laughs> and the other answer is I do all the stuff that looks like it needs doing. And I think lastly, I do whatever I think is required to help students be successful.
1: So in other words, you are omnipotent, you're everywhere.
2: No, omnipotent
1: means you have power. I'm ubiquitous. <laughs> I'm everywhere but powerless. Oh I think some people who take your units might disagree, but I don't see that as power, I gotta say. Holding marks over them.
2: No, no. And look for new students, I want to assure you, and I say this every year, that I've never, ever, ever, ever failed a student. Never, not once. They do it all on their own with no help from their own. <laughs> there it is. There it is.
1: <laughs> as is well known, Steve, you weren't always a lawyer. Um what did you do before you decided to make the legal career your choice of
2: vocation? I had the great good fortune to wind up as a backpacker in the Yallingup Marga River in 1979, and bluntly, it was paradise. I had a horse riding school for a while, surfed every day for years, did an apprenticeship as a cabinet maker, and bought a bus tour business. So I sort of ran the year with driving tourists around to all the best bits in the summer and making furniture in the winter and generally having a very good time. And...
1: Um, Big question everyone wants to know: Where's your accent from? <laughs>
2: uh, that's hard. I was born in England. They took me away at about two months. I went to primary school first in Canada, but my dad's a mining engineer. So by the time I finished high school, I'd been to 15 schools, uh, including in Australia, in Peru, in Brazil. If you're a young guy and you travel a lot as, as a kid, if, um, you learn to mimic accents quickly, otherwise you get beaten up. <laughs> um, so, so years and years of trying to fit in. To avoid getting beaten up has left me with a kind of odd accent, but probably Canadian baseline.
0: And so then you made your way to Margaret River and then ended up. I was nineteen I mean? when I arrived in oh, Margaret okay. River.
2: Uh, just turned twenty a couple of days before, actually. Um, yes, and I I'm stayed a five months.
0: Hippie surfer Steve.
2: You should, rather, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh Jesus! I had the long hair at that age. By the time I got here, I still had the long hair, but only at the back. Ooh, it's kind of like that. Comb over mullet combo. <laughs> yeah, even think of that once. worse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how how did you end up a lawyer then if you were in your sort of paradise down there driving buses and making cabinets?
2: I guess at the age of 37 I had a middle life crisis and decided I wanted to leave. So I sold my home, sold my business, mucked around a bit, built a house out in the middle of nowhere and decided that there would be very good reasons to come to university. I think I'd have studied history, but I could see that, I'd starve to death after I graduated. And sorry to all you history students who are doing law history. Oh, my uh, second
1: degree is politics, none taken.
2: Oh, my daughter's <laughs> got law and politics. It's a great combination. It is a great combination, <laughs> a great yeah,
1: combination yeah. but I don't expect to... I expect to make money from one side of it and definitely not the other side. Yes, but you're, you're better
2: at making money through law because of the politics. I'll take let's that. face it. <laughs> yeah. You could end up our total anchor and our prime minister. I mean, that's just a great... Oh, t- golly, t- yeah. God help us all, prime minister Manning, yes. <laughs> Yeah, and so I ended up moving to the city and starting law school. And um, it's a joke among my friends and fellow students from then that I came here on the uh, day before uni started. I went to the office. There was a woman there who just had a perm. And I said to her, hey, Curly. And she tells me that her first thought was probably, you know, what the heck is that? (laughs) Uh, We've been married for 20 years, which is all to the good, really. Uh, I I had to shave the hair. (laughs) I had to get rid of the hair. All right? (laughs) Sacrifices have to be made. (laughs) Yeah. She was nice about it, but she did say the hair had to go. So,
1: what? okay.
0: So you literally just came here because you thought you needed to go to uni, or you decided you wanted to go to uni and...
2: Well, if I can quote my wife, she saw me a week later and said, Steve, how are you doing? And I said, this place is full of women and books, and they're my favourite things in the world. So, yeah, university coming here was like (laughs) coming home. And... Although I'd done a lot of things in my life and i have enjoyed pretty much all of them, law was just a total joy to me. Still is after all these years. It's just wonderful. It's a never-ending gift of, of fun things to think about. And in the end, it's really important. Law. I'm into words, as are most lawyers. And law is about language. And I think of law as the language of power. Um,
1: I think man's greatest invention is the written word, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, i have to pay yeah. that, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Mind you, if you didn't have a fire, you couldn't see a night to read, but <laughs> you know, there, are, there, are, there are other contenders. Oh. Yep.
0: So is that why you then became an academic in order to... Even though I know you do some, uh, like, practice law outside of... I do Moodle practice, as well.
2: and I left here as a graduate when I got a job in the city. Um, but back then the rules were different, and students could tutor... So by the third of my five years, I was tutoring. By the end of it, I tutored in every single um, unit that had tutorials. When I went and worked in the city, I used to tutor after hours. After the first year, my firm gave me one day off a week to tutor, and I used to come in and teach then. And then one day, a job came up here, and I hadn't thought about it at all, um, and it didn't fill. And then my secretary came into my office at work in the city and said, Steve, you know, no offense, but this is not your life. You have to leave. I went home and asked my wife about that. My wife said, you have to leave. So I did, and I came here. And um, I guess I i love my job. I really, I've really i got seven more years. Um, I'm looking forward to retirement because I've got a lot of other shit I want to do. Mm. But I love my job. Instead of paying the
1: uni to be at uni, the uni's paying you to be at uni. At so that's pretty much
2: age. it. Yeah, you got it. And, as an academic, I have a couch in my office and I can sleep in the afternoons. They'd (laughs) never (laughs) let me do that in a law firm. We've
1: caught Akram doing that.
0: (laughs) Too young to have (laughs) any excuses. I did once come around at 10am in the morning during exam week to ask Akram a question and I knocked on the door and he said, oh, hang on a minute, and we hear sort of zipping and deodorant noises and then about two minutes later he opens the door and he's like, yeah, sorry guys, I slept on that blanket. Are you sure he he was sleeping? Well, yeah, we hope so.
2: He said he was sleeping. And yeah, we'll just, look, we'll Akram is one of the hardest working people I've ever no, met. he's a lovely in, guy. In terms of trying to help students and over exams and nearly worked himself to death. Yeah. He'll get older and wiser. <laughs> and stop caring? No. <laughs> Be more realistic about how much help you can give people. And so what what are the,
0: I suppose, the best and the worst stories or things you've come across while you're teaching here? Because you
2: have been here I before. think the best is the worst. I had a late tut, and there was a lot of noise up the back of ECL1. And I said, what's that up there? And one of the students said, oh, people are having sex up there. And I thought, that's ridiculous. So I stormed up there in my full academic mode. And sure enough, I had to say, get off that woman now. And he did, and they got up, and the class all clapped them out of the hall. I think they were trying to do it <laughs> in every single lecture hall, you know, like a kind of score list. I think that was the best and the worst. i got to admit, it's funny. Yeah, sure. How were <laughs> you that? conceived? Oh, in the, in the middle of an evidence tutorial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A future law student. Future. I can see it now. Yep. Surely.
0: I mean, if anyone's sort of, you know, destined from birth to become a lawyer.
2: Before birth. Right, right before birth.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. And Being interrupted by those short, that angry lecture storming there.
2: up there. I wasn't angry. I was gobsmacked. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. How dare you have sex in my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on that, when I was a student, in a lecture that you probably left unnamed, one of the guys on the corner fell asleep and fell out into the hall. Actually, literally fell sideways into the thing because he was sort of <laughs> picked up his books and quietly left. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: If you're at that stage, it's probably a good sign that, you know, time's All right,
2: go. OK. For the students here, he was up near the back. Um, and for the newer students, sit down at the front. Uh, good manners will keep you awake, even if it is boring. Um, but think about it. If you're in my lecture in ECL 1, if you're up the back, there's this little shiny bald guy down the front running around waving his arms, and that's not communication. I did my entire law degree centre seat at the first row. And bluntly, that meant that the lecturers ended up pretty much giving the whole thing to me. And it was a wonderful learning experience. We have a joke among lecturers that when we walk into the first class, we can see the high-performing students in front of us, and we can see all the ones here who do okay, and up the back there, probably next year, we'll get to know them better when they repeat the unit. <laughs> now, that's a general rule, but by God, it's got some truth in it. Part of doing well at law is being involved in your learning and you two guys are wonderful examples of that. Um, once you move down and stop failing, um, you just just much better for you. Well, I, think I think we've I d- been
1: pretty solidly middle row for just about I mean, our entire uni careers. So. Yeah, I did I did start <laughs> at the back,
0: because I remember I sat at the back in O-Week, I sat at the back of the lecture theatre and you told that exact story. Absolutely. And I, and I ignored you yep. until about halfway through the semester and then I'm like, okay, yeah, let's yeah start creeping forward.
2: Yeah, you've got to, you've got to engage.
0: Steve, are you familiar with a Facebook page called Confessions at Murdoch?
2: I have been referred to it a few times, yes. Okay. I get glee-filled emails from ex-students oh, saying, yeah. Steve, you've made the page again. Well,
0: just so you do know, it's a Facebook page that lets you submit, anon- lets students submit anonymous posts about basically any crap they want, theoretically yes. associated with uni, but not.
2: I don't follow it. I've only ever seen the ones that people sent me. Do you which have Facebook? Tend, tend to, yeah, I don't do it. I got to despise my daughter when she went overseas the first time. <laughs> oh, right. She's a lawyer, so she doesn't use it. I don't bother. Oh, right. I'm just struggling to imagine you on Facebook. But, you know. Bastard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we went through and we did some research through the back catalogue. We went fishing and found some things. Yes, about you. Okay. And here they are. All right, I'll never <laughs> okay. speak to the police. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, this one's from April 2017. Uh, Dear Contract Law Lecturer SS, you, I'm assuming. Uh, that's me. That's you. Uh, Kindly refrain from joking about gets owners. You risk alienating half of students everywhere. I'm sorry that I prefer to drive a car which suits my financial status and doesn't cost me a quarter to run of what your Land Rover does. Bad grammar there, but anyway. No, you've got a
2: point. My wife tries a gets for just those reasons.
0: Fair enough. And then this guy says, I'd rather have a full head of hair and drive a Gets than a Land Rover and a cowboy hat.
2: Full dis- fair enough. Yeah, full yeah. disclosure,
1: neither of us drive a Gets, so feel free to take another shit Well, on look, given drivers, the choice, I'd
2: rather be bald and have a Land Rover. <laughs> <laughs> what can you say? I spend a lot of time in the bush, like a lot of time, most weekends. I'm usually, actually I've just finished the first part of a house I'm building way down south, but for the last 15 or 16 years, most weekends mm-hmm. I've been camped out in the forest. You'd be pretty screwed with a Gets. You'd <laughs> be absolutely it.
0: buggered with a Gets. Yeah.
2: My wife gets has a hundred thousand k's on it. She thinks she needs a new car. I think it'll see her out.
1: Now you Ooh, have a Land Rover, yet you still drive. Uh, no, nope. sure, yeah, you no, don't.
2: No, I don't anymore. I had seven of them. I've now got a Holden Colorado. You. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was going to say
1: over a day, but okay, fair enough. I yeah. couldn't I couldn't tell, judge, because of all the other crap that was surrounding it. That thing looks like it's held together with spit and willpower. Nope. longer Chains you had that? and wire. <laughs> okay, close enough. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's uh, it's actually not that old, it just has a lot of dents Because as I said, I spend a lot of time in the bush I have a bush block And for reasons completely unknown to me The trees keep moving, right? That One bad. minute I can back up somewhere and there's no problem The next minute, bang, and I have another dent It's almost <laughs> as if trees grow or something man. like that or, or almost as if you forget where they are That's you know, always a possibility Wait till you're
0: 60, mate <laughs> <laughs> I do my car already, so I can't really talk uh, Wait till you can learn to drive <laughs> Really? Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the deal with the hat then, the other part of that? I'm
2: bald. (laughs) Seriously. Okay, I got here in 79. One of the things I noticed, hats must have gone out early 60s, okay? So 79, all the older men who were bald had heads that were covered with skin cancers, like visually crawling across their heads. It was just disgusting, right? And so I started going, I was surfing, Smith's Beach. I was 19. I got a beautiful wave. My mate said to me, I said to him, did you see that wave? And he said, Steve, you're going bald right? And that... At 19. At 19, yeah. And so worn I had ever since, because I didn't want a head covered with cancers. In the bus driving business, I had a bus full of old men from South Africa, fighter pilots. They're all long dead, tough old bastards, right? And I took them to Augusta, middle of winter, and they all went swimming. And they all came out of the water. There's about nine of them. They were old. They were gnarly. And they all had hair on one side of their head to hear, right? <laughs> I wish I'd had a camera. It's just ridiculous. And so I thought, right? I'm not growing a calm over, and I'm and I'm going to wear a hat. I'd like to say I'm going to go bald gracefully, but I just thought of that ponytail. So this student was
0: was quite impressed with you because they said hashtag love hashtag Steve Shaw or you argumentative cow. I'm going to get you banned from my lectures. Yeah,
2: they, yeah. Um, one of the things students sometimes value about me is that I am fairly blunt. I don't mean to offend people. Usually, I sometimes do. Um, usually, in my view, they've chosen to be offended rather than I've actually offended them. Um, but I just believe in calling shovel a shovel, basically.
1: The no BS approach, it, approach is often valued. Oh, I think
2: so. Mm. Students have said of graduated that it was useful yeah. um, because they need to know certain things about a lot of things. I mean, that's what we're there is to teach them. And uh, you can fluff around as much as you like, but if something's the, clearly the answer, then that's clearly the answer. Makes it easy for everyone, except for me dealing with the complaints. But yeah. And Sonia now too having to deal with a complaint. Well, when I first got to Australia, it's really different. I mean, men generally ran the world for a long time. We really screwed it up, right? Whatever else we're good at, that's not it.
1: Yeah, my mum, who's the principal of a Catholic school, thinks that the nuns should run the
2: church. So we had nuns. They were yeah. evil. <laughs> Our nuns—they nuns wanted to speak to you, they'd grab you by the ear and lift you like that. I became famous in Canada for puking on a nun. <laughs> um, there's rock salt on the roads in winter and I ate too much rock salt on the way to school and I looked very sick and the nun came up and said, Steve, are you okay? And I went, bah! <laughs> all over it. Why were you eating the rock salt? Because
0: <laughs> it was there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're old enough to go to school but you're like, you're eating things off the road on the way to school.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Doing a lumpy one we'll on the nun is quite the claim to fame in a Catholic school. I'd imagine. It was, that it was. I was famous. Yeah, yep. yeah. That would
2: be a good one. I'm not sure but I think she was the only nice nun. Oh, that's uh, unfortunate. Whatever, they all <laughs> look alike.
1: There's yeah. so <laughs> not a lot, not a lot of variety in clothing.
2: There wasn't back then. That's for certain. This would have been about sixty-four or five. <laughs> totally boys lo- totally the boys have run out of totally lost the train. <laughs> See so the issue. Right? Yeah. yeah. Side so note: We
1: are recording with uh, <laughs> Garage band, so we have to time how long the sect is by counting the musical bars. It does. It so does only <laughs> show us musical bars on the
0: recorder, so hence the time of the It's a
2: monumental right, okay, pain whatever. in the arse, but yeah. I'm not a technologically up there person.
1: I don't think I'm we are either,
2: so well,
0: <laughs> given, given, given your history of emailing people their marks rather than putting them on the LMS, I don't think anyone's expecting a huge amount of Well, used is. What are
2: lawyers? Lawyers are concise. Why <laughs> well,
0: you, When we asked you to come for an interview, uh, your reply was, okay, SS. Yep. So...
2: You know, well what was I supposed to say? Fair enough. There's not a I am so that, touched yeah. you'd think to ask me. No. Nope. Well, I can't imagine <laughs> you say that anyway. <laughs> so. There are very yeah, I don't
1: think you can make that response smaller if you tried. Fair. That that is just a note for first year students though
0: that don't take it the wrong way well, when Actually you get yes, a first replies.
2: year some, one of my student friends, and I have lots of friends or students, mm. said that she had to tell another student, It's okay, it's not you, he's not angry, that's just how he is. <laughs> right? My I get around two hundred emails, two hundred and fifty emails a day. Right? Um, there's a limit to how loquacious I can be in responding to
0: it. Now, as you said, you are have a bit of a reputation for being blunt and saying things how it is, but that has also made you probably one of the go-to guys for advice
1: around Murdoch Uni. I think that makes sense, the
2: don't don't Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Advice is advice, not fluff. You made to ego, feel good about yeah. things, probably not me.
1: It's not um, ego-stroking. It's no, it's not, that's
2: yeah. right. And, you know, it's odd, um, and I'll certainly accept you guys from this, but you do deal with people who have never received any criticism in their life, and also with law. A lot of them are used to being the smartest person in the room, right? In the that schools they law, went to, nearly
1: everybody's the smartest person in their respective regional rooms. That's
2: it, exactly. And they come here, and they're often not the smartest person. They're often a long way from the f- smartest person. And for the first time in their lives, people are sending their work back to them, saying words to the effect of "This is shit. Mm. I mean, we don't write that." <laughs> Although I can say... I was going to say, I think you might have occasionally. One woman came to me and said, you marked my work. And I said, how do you know? And she said, because it said WTF question mark in the margin. (laughs) And I thought, oh dear. And she said, it's okay. I read it. And I thought to myself, what was I thinking? I've I've got a WTF from you before. Really?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think I asked for a mark um, that hadn't been given yet or something. I needed it early for whatever reason. you sent one saying, sorry, I think we burnt all the shit ones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember putting yours in the fire, actually. Yeah. That was fun.
0: <laughs> what would you say to first-year students who are new to Murdoch? They're new to the idea of, possibly to the idea of uni, they might have done other courses. We have
2: attendance rates of about 30 to 40%. Uh, there are a It's lot higher of than I thought it was, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you look
0: around at the exam and there's 10 times as many people. All That's these people you've never seen in yeah, your yeah, entire yeah. life. Like, hey.
2: um, we know that people who engage and who attend and get involved, and you guys are both great examples of this, just do better. Um, and you not so. <laughs> That was, I was not expecting yeah, to complimented complimented <laughs> during this. this. You guys have, all right, for starters, I know you. And that either <laughs> means you're very good or you're very bad, right? Those are <laughs> the, two, the two, two kind of options here. But you haven't just done law school. You've been submerged yourself in the environment, and you both guys will get jobs in a hard job market. Um, we have a lot of older students who can't do that. They do not have the option. It's why we record, even though we don't like it. But it's stunning how many younger people
1: well, just, that don't take take yeah, they just
2: don't take it up, and uh, they're paying a lot of money for this degree, and they are simply not getting what they pay for. That's their choice, I guess. What can I say? And to some extent, it's good for guys like you because they'll be looking for the same jobs as you're looking for. Oh, Hell yeah. thanks, thanks for just <laughs> pumping our tires a bit while yeah. we're here. I well, guess, it's yeah. true, and you guys know it's true, right? Your resumes will be rounded. That's one of the things. Your I resumes say. will say
0: we ran a podcast and <laughs> sat here talking rubbish with our lecturers. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, you
2: guys have both been right from day one. You've been involved in everything. Right, it's just straightforward. And uh, students should remember that law firms hire people, not um, transcripts. So, a transcript, of great grades—it doesn't hurt, but it's not how you get a job. Two years that I've been here, the top student didn't get a job. I think they probably end up being academics.
1: Yeah. Speaking of um, ridiculously high marks, we had a particular question from a specific student who does legitimately want to know how the hell he managed to get 97 in contract law when he didn't get high. Oh, than that's easy. I didn't mark his marks. work.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. For students, uh, there is a Murdoch grading schema, and bluntly, if you read what an HD means at eighty, um, history at Rome's ninety-seven is God wouldn't get that right. It's really that simple. It's just uh, statutorily impossible to give a grade that high. That said, that boy is a freak. He has a legal mind. He 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 is. Uh, you guys both know him. He is yeah, yeah, um, yeah. just. Basically, ultimately, he's analytical. a machine. Yeah. He's, a machine yeah. he's brilliant. He is brilliant. He's brilliant. He is, is an absolute yeah. weapon. Lovely guy, too, yeah. Yeah. actually. For oh, word. he is. Yeah. Yeah. History, so explains History at Rome. We're <laughs> History at Rome. we will call it History at Rome. Sure, sure. And sure. even so his explains. email handle tells you, really. I, <laughs> yeah. I asked him, why is that your email? He said, well, I went through a, a phase where I was just fascinated with Rome. And I thought, ooh, so do I. I've still got all the books. <laughs> Surely <laughs> I mean, everyone did. I don't know. I thought I know. people your age have never even heard of Rome these days. Rome
1: didn't have guns, and it wasn't interesting for me. I want the history where things explode.
2: Oh, you got to come visit me down south. Sure. We're going have to build MSLS. a giant crossroad of Land Rover Springs that fires exploding scaffold <laughs> <laughs> It's for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Are we done? I don't know. Do you have any more? No, certainly not. Really? Oh, We've, we've talked, talked Steve out? I think that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know the joke. Yeah, How can you tell when a lawyer's dead? <laughs>
0: He stopped talking. He, he stopped, stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. No. We're probably probably doing next that with. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Thank
1: right, right, you. Thanks very guys. Well, thank you Steve and thanks again to our sponsors at College of Law. We'll see you again next time.